episode of the green room i'm gonna need you to take your drink take your smoke whatever you're doing light up sip up do whatever you gotta do to get right and enjoy this next little you know what i mean (laughs) and we back excuse me now welcome to the first episode of the green room now i wanted to get into it it's been a long time coming, but we're finally here, baby. I've been thinking about this shit for as long as I can remember, working, striving to get this together, and here we are. Now, the first couple episodes are going to be audio only. I'm thinking maybe like the first two, maybe first three, once until I get my bearings, you know what I mean? I'm still trying to figure out this whole shooting and studio lighting and everything situation. That That's another thing. I'm, I'm doing this all by myself, so it's like, it's going to take some time, you know what I mean? But I want to show that there's something here and then grow up from that because I feel like stepping stones are important. So let's get right into it. I'm going to start, I'm going to get into like my background, who I am, if y'all don't know already or if y'all just click on this video because you've seen it advertised or whatever. I'm going to get into who I am. So my name's Darian. I'm from South Jersey. I'm not going to get into like details, you know what I mean, where at and shit like that, but from South Jersey. Um, now, the main thing most of you guys probably know me from is I be DJing in Philly and shit. Uh, I be DJing, I be like doing the music scene a little bit, you know what I mean? But I didn't start just recently. I've been doing music since as long as I can remember, you know what I mean? Fourth grade, I was up in the little choir singing, you know what I mean? Hallelujah. I was doing all that, you know what I mean? I was in there. And then I was also, right after that, I joined up with the little bands and shit. So I was in the band in school, and I was in a choir, and then coming high school, I was in the marching bands, I was in traveling choir and everything. So pretty much, like, I just do music, you know what I mean? That's just what I be doing. But also, like, it's not the only venture, you know what I mean? I'm trying to do everything. I started doing some acting, I was in the musical theater, all that. So it's like, I'm just trying to do whatever I want to do, and it's like, this is the platform for that, you know what I mean? Now let's get into why I call it the green room. Now when you think about the green room, when you think of a green room, you know what I mean, that's usually a situation where it's like behind the stage, like, like behind like an event, you know what I mean, a little cubby hole for all the artists to sit in and chat and really be themselves, relax before they go on or after they, or after they come off to decompress, you know what I mean? So I figured out why not call this on the green room because that's really what I'm aiming to do. I mean... Of course, it's going to start out with just me for a little bit, but eventually I'm going to have local artists and even bigger name artists come on, and we can talk about their journey as well, their background, what got them to where they are today. And I feel like that's an important thing that a lot of people don't understand is that these artists, we are just people at the end of the day. We all go through the same things, the same struggles as humans. Granted, we all have different things, you know, I mean, our different individual factors, but we all work together 
on this planet, so why not understand on a deeper level who these people really are? So that's the green room right there. Bada bing. Besides that, I'm just looking for I'm just looking towards the future, you know what I mean? I'm trying to understand what's next. I'm trying to get my feet into everything. I wanted to go over something that I struggle with all the time, and I'm, I'm not sure if other people experience this, so I'm just going to talk on it, but I call it the struggle or the cycle of creation. So normally for me, it'll be something like I'll find an interest, I'll find an interesting topic or an interesting segment, and I'll be obsessed with that for like two months, three months, that's all I'm doing, all I'm thinking about, and then the next thing you know, I'm trying to get involved, I'm trying to make my own. But then when you get into it, things don't seem like they did from the audience. Everything is in, isn't in a show. It's not, not everything is a show or an act, but a lot of things are. You start to realize that not everything works the way you think it should work or how logically it would work. Or you start to realize that not everything is exactly take it as you see it, you know what I mean? That's a very hard thing for a lot of people to handle, a very uh, demotivating or, yeah, demotivating is a great like way to put it. It's a lot, it's very hurting on like a, a young up-and-comer who wants to jump into it, but then you realize that things aren't exactly as you seem. Me, personally, I'll have situations where when I was just starting out and I said I wanted to DJ, people would say, oh, you can't DJ unless you produce. I understand why a producer and a DJ as a whole would make a great package and that's something that you want to book. But DJing and producing aren't the same thing and they don't coincide completely. You can have a fantastic producer, the best producer in the world, but you could put it behind some decks, he'll have no idea what he's doing. And then you'll have somebody who's the best DJ in the world, but then you tell him to produce a track, and then two, three years later, they still ain't got a track. And that's not to say that anybody is bad or anything like that, but it's just like not everyone can learn every ability, you know? So when I first jump in and I say, I want to DJ, and they say, oh, you have to be a producer, immediately that snuffs any idea of, I can do it. To me, that it makes it, that adds on a whole other challenge of, I have to learn this whole new craft just to be able to play the craft that I originally wanted to do, you know? Just to DJ, I have to be able to produce as well. Doesn't add up. But, in retrospect, if you do start producing first and then DJing after, it would be a lot easier for someone like me who finds producing very difficult, but DJing not as so. But to hold people to all the same standard is not going to work out in the long run. And I'm... Like, as you guys know, I mean, it's been a crazy-ass year this year, 2020. Everything was going good. I, had, I was playing a show every 
month. I had a single spot. Bang, bang, bang. Then that COVID hit, man. That COVID has changed everything. Changed everything. Everybody is even now. It's a level playing field. And now we all have to sit here and really, like the world is on pause. Everyone who was, you know what I mean, being dragged, they got a chance to recoup. Everyone who was ahead, they got a chance to build up more. We're all in a level playing field where after this stuff dies down and the performance genre starts coming back, and not even just DJing, but stand-up, musical performance in general, you know what I mean? Not just EDM, but all types of performance art is hurting right now. But once that comes back, it's like, yeah, there are the higher-ups still. There's definitely still a hierarchy, but there is still this level playing field in the moment where we're all kind of in a hibernation chamber, you know? We're all kind of right now locked into the hyperbolic time chamber and we're all grinding it out. Me personally, I find production to be one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. As a percussionist, I'm great at drums and understanding how those work, but then when it comes into creating uh, mostly the synths and everything like that for drops and everything, it's something that I'm not really sure on how to proceed. So myself alone, like I'm a very uh, <coughs> instant gratification type person, whereas if I'm putting in the work and I feel like it's not working out immediately, I get very disinterested and I don't want to continue. And that's been like my main problem for the past couple years, I would say. When I first started out as an artist, I mean, I've produced two tracks. They were okay. I'm not going to say they were garbage because I feel like anything isn't garbage. You know what I mean? It's still art. But they were not fantastic tunes by Eddie Lay. And But those two tunes did so much for me. And I'm all, I'm, I was thankful in the moment, but in retrospect, I am very <coughs> not thankful by the actions, and like I'm not going to get into full detail, I'll say that for a later episode, but pretty much what happened was I made two tracks and I got signed, and in my head, I mean, I feel like this is, a, this is the stigma, that this is the idea of it. When you're young and you hear, oh, I got signed as an artist, you're thinking, oh, like, you finally have a support team, you finally have someone to have your back, to boost you up, to help you out, but in reality, all it did for me was a Facebook post and a tag, you know what I mean? I never really gained anything from being signed to anyone. And then when I would ask for help, it was denied. So it really was, it just, at the end of the day, it was like it happened too soon for me to really grow as an artist. It, it's like you snipped, a, you snipped a flower before it bloomed, you know? So, like, in a way, I was very resentful for a long time about how I was treated. It felt like I was being pushed to the side. And, like, there's more examples, but, like, obviously I'm not going to go into full detail and put people on blast. It's only the first episode. We'll set that for later. <laughs> but it's just, once you experience something that you feel like you've been wronged, it's very hard to just step back and do it again, you know? Say, dust yourself off and try again. Shout out to Aaliyah. But it's like, you really just can't, do it, you know? 
and there's a million reasons not to do something. There's always going to be some reason not to do something. But at the end of the day, you have to do it for yourself. When I first started DJing, in my head I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to make music and I'm going to blow up. I'm going to be the next hot thing. I want to get this. I want to get that. But it's like none of that really matters. You know what I mean? What you really need is to do it for yourself and want the respect of your peers. You know what I mean? It's not really about like... Yeah, like, money and power, that will come with it. You know what I mean? Everyone, like, if you think about music today, like, they push this idea, like, money, power, respect. That's what that's what you need. That's what you have to have. You know what I mean? And, like, those are great things to have, without a doubt. But also, to sit there and trivialize and formulate your entire life or demeanor over those things is not going to help you in the long run. You have to be a genuine person. Be yourself first, and then those things will come to you. All I really want in the scene is to be known and respected as like, oh, you do your thing. That's that's really all I could ever want. Money, I've had more money than I could count, and I've had nothing. And I've been extremely happy in both situations. So money, to me, isn't like end-all, be-all. Power, I don't, I'm not trying to control nobody, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> like, I'm just trying to be respected, really. But, like, that comes with time and work with your craft, and that's what I'm trying to build up right now. It's really just about breaking through, because when you think about it, we build up these habits. Sometimes they're very, very hard to break. I remember there's days and days where I would be depressed, and I would just stare at my wall. I would not know what to do. I would not know what to say, how to act in social situations, in any situation. I would, I remember there's, I would say a solid two, three weeks, 2018 summer, I'm just laying in my room, staring at the wall, saying, you can do it, and then you go to do it, and you can't, so you just lay there more, you know? It's just like this depression, deep, dark depression that's holding you back. But eventually, you break free. One day you wake up and you realize, hey, I have the tools. I have the means. I can do it. One day you will feel that same way. I truly believe that. You could do it. Anyone could. Do whatever they want to do. It's it's very hard to start. Even just this podcast alone. I mean, I feel like I kind of have a reputation now where I'm a boy who cried wolf, where I'll say, oh... New music here, dropping an EP, working on this, working on that. I even made, I would say, three or four posts about this podcast. Oh, I'm going to record today. And then I just wouldn't do it. Or I would start and I would get frustrated about my progress, about how I'm not good enough. And I would say, you know what? You're not cut out for this. Just stick to whatever you do. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. You don't have to be, you know what I mean, a DJ or a comedian or anything like that. You can do whatever you want and find happiness. It's not about what I do as the end-all be-all. I never wanted to push this idea that, like, I'm superior than anyone else because it's not that idea at all. It's just that once you feel like you're born to do something, me and myself, I feel like I am born to make music, perform music, do comedy, do all of these things, a performance in general, an artist in general, then 
sometimes you have to break that mold of regularity and comfort and not just remain stagnant. I, I know a lot of people have heard the quote before, the Bruce Lee quote, where it's like, you got to be formless and shapeless like water. And that's actually so true because the world is never going to stop revolving. Things are always going to go wrong and things are always going to go great. But you have to be able to take both and still move forward. Water always moves forward in a creek. Even when you put a rock down in the middle of the river, the water just forms a new area around it. Whew, that's a big one. Got to be formless. You also... Sometimes you have to just do it, you know? It's crazy that we have these images imprinted into our brains for years and these brands that have these super simple slogans. Nike, just do it. Because at the end of the day, that's really what you have to do. No one else can take control. No one else can do it for you. And you'll never feel the satisfaction that you yearn for unless you do it yourself. And this can be applied to anything. Working out, doing a podcast, making a song, performing, cooking food. You can't tell me that any food that you order and if you try to make that same recipe with your own little twist, it was not ten times better. That's a lie. You know what I mean? If you try to say that, was like that, that's a lie. Whenever you cook your own food, that should be hitting, bro. <laughs> that should be crazy. No microwave. No microwave. No, no, no. I'm talking about like oven, stove, skillets, real cooking, real raw ingredients that you cook and make yourself. Whatever you would order from Red Lobster or wherever you go, I'm telling you, if you made that lobster linguine at your crib, that shit would be 20 times better. It's magic. That's really what it is, but, like, I'll say that for later. <laughs> and at the end of the day, like, I know I may have sounded ungrateful or unhappy about everything that's happened to me. Like, I, I don't want to come out of this sounding, like, all depressive and doom and gloom. I want you guys to understand that these hardships happened to get where I am today, and I would never be happier than where I am today. I have a beautiful relationship that I'm in. I have the opportunity to produce this content and I have the opportunity to continue to do what I want to do for a living. This year has been crazy, but it also has been very helpful to me and a lot of people. What this really is for me is just about getting my foot in the door. I feel like once I... I was going to shows, I would say, since... 2013-ish, 2015-ish. And then I started produ uh, not producing, but promoting for local groups and acts and brands. And then I, I've been promoting for years and years and years, even for just local people and even festivals that I go to, I promote. And it's like, after a while, you feel like maybe you're not heard enough or maybe you want more than just being a person that shares a post or talks about a post, maybe you want to have that event. Maybe you want to perform at that event, you know? And sometimes I feel as though 
you don't get the opportunities that you have because people only see you in one way. Once you have labels on yourself or once you put yourself into a, a box, you can only be certain things. And I think that's one of the like, hardest things for yourself to break, like a mental barrier for yourself. I made two tracks and then everyone's saying, oh, you're a rhythm DJ, that's all you do is rhythm. And it's like, I fucking love jazz. You know what I mean? Put on some folk music. Put on some Mumford & Sons. I'll jam. You know? It's just like, I appreciate everything. So it's like, to say I only want to produce rhythm where I'm only a rhythm DJ, like, that's not true. I'll do a lot of other stuff. But it's like, in this moment, I'm definitely going to enjoy it as much as I can. I'm not going to not do what I want. You know? At the end of the day, it feels like we hold ourselves back more than anything. I told myself, even like I took a couple takes before I did this one. I said, oh, doesn't sound right. Oh, I sound weird. Oh, this, this loud noise happened in the background. You know what, bro? I'm doing one take like Drake. I ain't, I ain't cutting it. <coughs> Be going with it. I was thinking about the long format of podcasts that I watched. Because when I started watching podcasts, I watched... Joe Rogan, of course, Bobby Lee, stuff like that. And they have full hour-long podcasts, and that's great. I feel like maybe eventually once I have a studio and I have an interesting guest, that would be a great idea. But for now, I feel like 20, 30 minutes, that's the sweet spot for uh, audio only. I mean, I'm not trying to take up your whole day now. <laughs> but uh, at that, I'm going to start wrapping it up. I wanted to give a quick shout-out to all the homies, you know what I mean, who helped me get here. Because like, I don't want to make it seem like I did it by myself. I mean, I do have friends and family who support me in everything that I do and are very proud of me. And I don't want it to seem like, oh, I'm like, oh, woe is me. Because it's not true, you know what I mean? Musically, I feel like even though I don't have the biggest support group, there are a few people I could reach out to if I really, really needed it. But also, it's like, sometimes you have to do it alone. Sometimes you have to cancel all the collabs and all the projects that you had uh, set and dated on your calendar and wipe the slate clean and just start fresh. And this is what it's really about. Whew. Talking about starting fresh. I didn't even like, really go into the Ouroboros and everything about that, but I'll save that for the next, next episode. So at the end of this, I'm just going to do a little quick little recap. Pretty much, don't let your dreams be dreams. Nothing is impossible. Nah, just play it. <laughs> but really, it's all about just knowing yourself. You got to be able to walk your own path, you know? I feel like a lot of people see things are done a certain way and that they think that's the only way they can be done, and it's not true. This is proof of that. So going forward, just be yourself. Trust yourself more than other people. And know when you hot, you hot. You know what I mean? Back then, didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. 140 aura. <laughs>